Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt. It's all a bit hearty, so I don't really understand it. Luke. Is that a little Sasquatch penis? Dan. I accidentally got soap in my urethra. And occasionally, Terry Smallshoe. Maybe you'll wake up in the middle of the night with a little Sasquatch penis inside of you. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. We're alone again. We are. There's just two of us this week. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah. Dan's still not back. Still living it up in the US. Yeah, word is he couldn't choose between all the wives, you know, because he's... Utah. Yeah, you can just have so many. Uh, I think he's just spoiled for choice. Mm. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know if he'll ever come back, actually. Yeah, Yeah, because after you sort of pick so many wives, if you do move somewhere else, how do you pick which one you take with you? Well, he can't bring them back with him. To Well, not to here, but to, he can't take them back but to Singapore, can he? Even if he could, how do you choose? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Because even if he could take them all back with him, there'd only be one that would be his wife-wife. Yeah. Do you have a favourite wife? No, not yet. <laughs> Me either. Maybe one day. Yeah. Maybe later this year I'll have one. Yeah. Yeah, once you get married, I'll probably have a favourite wife. <laughs> what have you been doing? Ah, just training and training and training. I've done nothing this week. So, getting ready for the marathon, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All set to uh, watch on the television. <laughs> practicing drinking your G&Ts. Might just do a little bit more practice right now. <sighs> ah, I thought you were gonna. I thought we were gonna hear you open the can as usual, but no. No, I've already opened it. I'm sorry. No, nah, that's all right. Whatever. I, I didn't time it right this week. Oh well. Um, how is your achievement competition going? It is, you... is going great this week. I'm sure that's what all the listeners want to know. I remember last week when. I wasn't happy when I felt like I was the only person in the team doing something. Uh-huh. This week, we are quite happily going to sail past the um, the score we need this week. Right. And, yeah, because we've got another hour to go. And what are we on? We're, I think, 2,200 above the level where we would get kicked out of the comp. So you can kind of just sit back and do nothing this week. Yep, not even worried about getting any more achievements now. Hmm. Well, you're still going to get one every day. Still getting one every day. I still got a couple of hundred today. A hundred points, not a hundred achievements. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. How many games do they need to put out for you to maintain this level of achievement getting? They don't have to... Oh. Like, if they stopped releasing games today for some reason, how long could you sustain this level of performance? I've probably got, just what I've got at the moment, probably the achievement a day easy. I can go for a couple of years on that. But the level I'm getting, probably, I don't know, three months. Right. So how, how many achievements do you get a day on average? Uh, well, this week I got 103. Right. 103 achievements. Yes. My gamer score for this week was 2,645. Wow. See, I got quite a lot today. I got nine. Ooh. Um, that's probably that might be the most I've ever gotten in a day, and I'll I mean I'll explain why, and it's it's not very impressive to be honest, um, the reason why, but I, w- I will explain why uh, a bit later. But yeah, I just wondered because you actually well, got eleven. Did I? Yep. Oh, there you go. Oh no, sorry, it was eleven points. Never mind. <laughs> eleven points. No, I got more than eleven points. Well, no, this hasn't updated because I, I, I follow you on a site that I go on, so I have you as an unofficial friend on there. But for some reason, it hasn't. It doesn't what's, say you got any achievements what's today. This web, what's this website that I'm on that I don't know about? Trueachievements.com. Someone else was telling me about this the other day, actually. And I was like, I'm sure that's the thing Luke was talking about. Yes. Yeah, Ben from Big Head Mode and I were talking about this the other day. And I was like, I swear to God, that's the thing that Luke's killing himself to... to that that you ditched the second day of RTX to, to survive on. That is very true. That is exactly what I did. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, I just wanted, because I suppose you've got the whole Xbox 360 back catalog if you needed to dip back there and get some achievements, and you've got your Windows phone. Yep. And, I mean, how many Xbox One games... Do, how often do Xbox One games come out? Because I only buy... I get, I buy games infrequently, as you know. How often uh, do they... There's two games a week, at least. Really? Okay. 
And what I also did as well is I fired up my old um, American account that I've got. <laughs> right. Because... There are, I didn't. I don't do it, use that account to buy games cheaper. I'll still just pay whatever they're worth in Australia. But there's a whole catalogue of games that are never going to be released in Australia. Right. And so I just got my this American account. That's all legit and everything. I got that up and running, and I got some games. What? That what games are not oh. released here? Um, th- there's a whole thing with um. This ID at Xbox, which is Microsoft, they've got all these developers coming in and they're sort of helping them get their game released. Yeah. Um, half of them, because they're such small companies, they can't afford to pay to get their game um, classified in Australia. Oh, It's okay. just not worthwhile for them. Right, and we can't have it for sale here if it's not classified. Exactly. Huh. We're, we're allowed to buy it. They're not allowed to sell it. It's really weird it's quite legal i can we can own movies and games that are not classified yeah right if they have a classification that's where that we run into problems right because i have i've ordered the because we can't buy the um unclassified version of dvds over here either but you can import them and i like i Mm -hmm. own some but in the u.s like if a horror movie comes out they'll have like the dvd version that's like rated r and then they'll have the unclassified which is like the you know, the... Yeah, they actually call it, I think, an unrated, and they won't have oh, that. Oh, that's at it, the... that's it, yeah. yeah. They won't have those at the movies ever because I know, like, I, I got this from Kevin Smith because Zach and Miri make a porno. He was fighting to get that as a as an R-rated movie. Right. And they nearly did it, and he's gone, um, well, what if we just go with an unrated, like, and we just release it like that? Like, we'll still get people to come see it, and no one will go and see it. Because people think it is a porno, and you won't get that huh. audience. But yeah, the second that they come out at the on DVD, they just go to the unrated, and they can sell away. But in Australia, we don't have that. No, not that I'm aware of. Although sometimes I see things and it says the unrated version, but it's it's not. It's it's not. No, we don't really have that. But the games I've got are like um, Tower of Guns. Never heard of it. Um, jet car, jet car stunts, Roblox. Yeah, right. No. No, just just a t- they're little indie games. One of them, I think one game I picked up, a uh, 6180 Moon, I got for four bucks. Okay. And that'll give me a thousand achievements. <laughs> Gamers call. Okay. Wow. So it's really all about pacing yourself, uh, taking advantage of, you know, international laws and mm-hmm. and just, you know... Making sure you get a couple of hundred achievement points every day. Yep. Cover game and score, not achievements. All right. Yeah. Yeah, get the one a day, and then I just watch. I've actually had to hold back getting it, playing games this week. Because <laughs> I want to save some easy achievements I've got, because mm. the new Lego game came out this week. Yeah. I love those games, but I have to hold off because I need stuff for next week. Yeah, because if your team lets you down next week... Fast, quick points. Yep. I got a bunch of achievements today, and uh, I'll tell you why. I don't know. If you, if you can see what they were for, you'll figure it out. Um, but we finally finished, we, we've been playing it together, uh, Murdered Soul Suspect. What did you think? I really enjoyed it. I was a little disappointed with certain aspects of it, but I don't understand why it got so much hate. I can tell you. Because people thought it was an action game? Yeah, you look at the cover of that game, it's a cop who's been shot and he's got a gun and... Right. There's none of that in the game. Right, no, this is not. Um, The only combat is against the demons, which is not combat. It's Well, it is, but it's stealth more than anything else. Yeah, I really liked it. I was disappointed... There were elements of investigation in it where you found clues and you had to kind of guess things. But a lot of it comes down to finding things hidden around the map. For example, the reason I got so many achievements today is because we finally got to the last two areas of the game and collected all of the the objects that you have to find to complete the side quests because all you have to do is find the objects and then you solve the mystery kind of thing. Yep. And so... Yeah, we just knocked off all the, all of those things like the the Salem witch trial history, the the history of Salem in general, the, um, you know, like the side quests about each location has got uh, a, a haunting story that's associated with it, that kind of thing. 
I thought that was a very interesting game, and I love that story, and I wish they would even I wish they would try again to make a game like that. I think it could have been a little bit better. Yeah. With having a little bit more investigation than just getting lucky finding things to progress, but... Yeah. But then they've also tried that in the past with, like, L.A. Noir. Oh, L.A. Noir was really frustrating. Actually, I said today, I think maybe, you know, if we sat down and tried to play through that again, we could we could get through it because now we know. But the first time I tried to play that, it was so frustrating because only having a limited range of responses to people really messed me up because I'd be wanting to question somebody about something and I'd choose an option that I thought was going to be about that and then he would just fly off the handle about something else. Yeah. And and it didn't actually matter at all what you did. No, apparently you could just flunk it all and you would still progress. Yep, you could skip the combat and just pick randomly for everything and then just still the game would move to the end. And again, yeah, I think they missed the mark there as well. Yeah, I enjoyed Murdered Soul Suspect more than I enjoyed L.A. Noir. I'll say that. Mm. And I'm probably in the minority there, but, you know, whatever. No, I yeah, I don't understand. I think it is because people thought it was an action game, so they brought it with a completely different mindset than what they were walking into. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's no... There's very little action in it. And, like, a, the what there is is simple and it's... I don't know. It's a great story. Yeah, exactly. It's It's like an interactive story more than anything else. But yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad, I'm glad we we made it through it. Um, I mean, I only say that because we get limited time to play games, not that because it was bad or anything. It's just that you know, I so rarely get to finish a game these days. It felt good to get through it. You know, you ever going to finish The Witcher? I don't know that The Witcher ends. Well, you can finish the main story, can't you? Yeah, you can. Yeah. I suppose you can. See, like I keep saying, I every time I jump in to play it, I get a chance to jump in. And I'm like, oh, I got progress this main story. Oh, I could maybe do with getting some more of the uh, the potion upgrades or upgrading my armor a bit first. So maybe I'll just do that and then I'll get into it. And then four hours later, I haven't done anything because <laughs> I've just been fucking around trying to find some rare herb. And uh, and then it's like, oh, well, that's my time to play for this week. <laughs> <laughs> I really need to sit down and play that again soon. Mm. It's very good. Maybe once I get kicked out of my comp. <laughs> well, one game that I've been playing this week, and I can play it more because I can play it on the train, and I can play it on my lunch break, and I can kind of play it anywhere. Is it Tag? It's it's not Tag. <laughs> it's a game called Crashlands. Okay. It's on Steam, and it's also on iOS and Android. And it has cloud sync, uh, and your save game can be synchronized between all of the platforms. Okay. So I can play it on my iPhone or my iPad, also on the PC. I don't have the PC version because I've been playing on the iPad. I don't need it. But you can do that, and I think um, that's pretty awesome. Well, I don't I don't know that there's enough that's different about the PC version to make me want to buy it. But but the fact that I can I can just play it on everything... Is, is pretty awesome. I don't know a whole lot of games where you can do that. I think it's something that's starting to take off now because they're starting to realise that people want will, will do that. They will have their PC version, their phone version, and depending on the type of game, if it works, go for it. Why not? Yeah, well, this one's really good for it. So basically what, what Crashlands is uh, a mix of kind of Diablo-style gameplay with the crafting kind of gameplay more like don't starve than than minecraft and it's also in that kind of isometric isometric style so have you played don't starve uh yes okay so imagine don't starve but with um a bit more yeah diablo style combat where there's more combat involved than what is in sort of don't starve where it's more just about survival yeah and the combat is better it's not just stuff hits you and then you hit stuff back like when when you, each of the enemies has a different style of combat and when an enemy's about to attack you see like a a red area where the attack is going to be and so you can dodge it and it's it's very well designed for mobile devices like touch screens and stuff and from what i understand on the pc you really only use the mouse because it's yep. all based around kind of one click very simple interface but the crafting and everything gets quite in depth later on Yep. So, uh, yeah, basically, you, you're this character. You crash land on this planet. Um, you're 
escape pod is there and then you explore the area find new teleporters so you can teleport from area to area uh you get quests so it's a little different to to those crafting games in that it's actually it's got quests and stuff and it's only single player there's no multiplayer or anything like that and um, you just kind of work your way around the world instead of leveling up you build yourself better armor as you discover so like you start with the crafting bench and then you use that crafting bench once you get enough materials to build a sawmill and then you use the sawmill once you get enough materials to build uh like a leather working thing and then mm-hmm. you kind of progress on from there how much do you pay for it Crashlands, uh, I think on the iPhone, I got it for like a couple of bucks. I could be okay. wrong about that. It's not very expensive. Because uh, I'm looking at the Android version and it's $7.20 at the moment. Oh, okay. I think I got it for a bit less than that because maybe during Inner Cell. But I'd say it's worth it if you you know have time. Because you know, like, I catch public transport and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's kind of a, a game that I'm enjoying, and I like it because I can find time to play it more easily than I can, you know, on my Xbox, for example. Yeah. Yeah, I recommend it. Cool. I'm 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 very tempted to hit this buy button right now, but I might hold off and see if I can get it for a little bit cheaper. <laughs> All right. Mm. I'll be interested to see what you think of it when you get it. Mm. Yeah. Just remind me, because I'll forget. Okay. Now we both went and saw movies this week. We did. We did. Um, we both went and saw the new Rooster Teeth movie, Laser Team. Yes. Yeah, mine, uh, I got invited uh, sort of last minute to a screening of it. Um, and I knew you were going, so I thought, oh, mm-hmm. this is a good opportunity for us to discuss it. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it as well. I liked it even more than I thought I was going to like it. I was even a bit hesitant. Like, I'm a big Rooster Teeth fan, but I was a bit hesitant thinking that they were making a movie that was going to be just for their fans and right. going to have in-jokes everywhere and I, that I would miss because their community is crazy. Yeah. I See, I'm not a big... Well, I mean, it's not that I'm not a fan. It's just that I'm not th- that big a fan. I'm not up to date on everything that they do. I've seen a few videos. I think they're funny, but I'm not, I definitely don't follow them. You know what I mm. mean? Like, I'm, most of my experience with them is because you're a fan and Jenna's mm. a fan and so I therefore... I see stuff that they do because you guys watch it. Or because, yep. you know, you and I have gone to see them at PAX or something when we've been at PAX. Yes. But, like, there were in-jokes, didn't it? The, but it was a movie that anyone could go and watch and oh, absolutely. enjoy. Yeah, totally. It was, it was like a legitimate movie. It was not... Uh, I didn't feel like it... It did any... It, there, were, there were no jokes or anything that I didn't understand or that I... I thought, oh, that's that's a Rooster Teeth thing. It was just, mm. it was just a good, funny movie. I like, I do like how they even made they even made fun of the sort of Americans in those types of movies. Where there's one line in it where it's um, <laughs> yeah. um, you have to save the world, but more importantly, the nation. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You've got a world to save, and more importantly, a nation. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, the the script was good. Very well written. Uh, I thought the acting was the acting was all right. There were some bits that was a bit like, yeah, these guys aren't they're not they're not, they're not actors. Well, they are now. They're perf- I guess they're performers. Yeah, they are now, but they're funny guys, so it works. If they get to do the sequel, which they've sort of alluded to in the movie at the end of our screening, um, Bernie Burns from Rooster Teeth uh, was there, and he came down, did a Q and A at the end, and somebody asked about the sequel, and he. Yep. I mean, I'm pretty sure he said, yeah, they'll be doing one. So they, I was about to say they'd be crazy not to, but I don't know how this did financially. Well, see, I don't know. They, they crowdfunded it, right? And they, mm. they raised, it cost $2.4 million. Or sorry, I, they, they raised $2.4 million. I guess that doesn't really mean that's how much it cost. It could have cost more than that. Um, also depending could have cost on, less. Yeah, depending on how, how it all panned out because, you know, the movie industry is a weird place. I didn't know that. I thought they just kind of made it the way that they make, you know, other films or the other kind of YouTube people make films. Yeah, but no, this was a full-on, we're making a movie, we're funding a movie, and the yeah. money, it really shows. Yeah, well, that's a lot of the special effects, so I was kind of like, oh, this is this is like a legit thing. Like, I think there's one scene where there's this army helicopter, and my God, that thing looked real. Yeah, I, I mean, it's funny too, because I know that stuff's fake because... I know that they didn't have the money for that in theory. Or like yep. that they couldn't really have done that. But 
other than that, I don't think I would have noticed. And other things like there are certain things in indie and budget films that I kind of take note of because I've, you know, like stuff that we've done before and we've tried to pull something off and it doesn't work or like, you know, like we did, we've done gags before where we blow up a car and we just make a light flash and stuff like that. Or, yep. and then there's a, there's a scene in this where they crash a military vehicle. I think they're in like, I think the Jeep, the bad guys are in a Jeep. Ah, uh, yes. And they, they crash and you never see it crash, but you think you did, if you know what I mean. Mm. It's a very successful kind of not crash. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you, do you even remember, do you know the scene that I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Look, yeah, you think, you're pretty sure that they've crashed, but you never see the actual... Well, I mean, they did, right? Because it looks like they're about to crash. And then everyone's like, yay, they crashed. And then you kind of, you see the car kind of do a little thing. (laughs) But then (laughs) then I was like, hey, that was pretty successful not crashing a car. Like, I thought, you know, I I felt like it crashed, even though I, but because I was looking for it, I knew that it didn't. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. There was a lot of stuff like that where it was handled very well. And I was like, I guess they got some professionals (laughs) in to show them how to do that stuff. And um, apparently the most dangerous stunt uh, in the movie was performed by Bernie himself. And that was when he gets blasted out of the house when it explodes and lands on the bonnet of a car. Oh, wow. Yeah, he had to jump off a thing onto the bonnet of a car. Yeah, I know he wasn't blown out of the house, but still falling on the car. (laughs) No, 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 he was was blown out of the house. No. But yeah, he said that that was the the most dangerous thing and he, and he did that himself and they kept telling him beforehand just make sure make sure you, you land right otherwise best not worry about it just just make sure you land properly I'm actually amazed they let him do it yeah well I guess they're professionals yeah but they are but <laughs> well I, the, so the plot of the film actually because I just realized we haven't explained the film at all no the plot of the film is that Earth has been contacted by aliens and they've informed us that there are various different races of aliens, one of which is very violent and wants to come and take over the, the Earth. And so we need to prove ourselves by training a champion to fight their champion. And to help us, this alien race says they're going to send us uh, a suit of armor, which will enhance our champion's abilities. And so they, sh- they, they ship the suit, but because it's coming through space, you know, it's going to take a long time to get here. And so Earth begins training this champion, who's this guy who's like raised from birth to be perfect. He's like a perfect, um, you know, fit kind of Ender's Game style ultimate warrior person. And I'm just trying to remember the character who plays him because I actually quite like him. He's quite a good actor. He was good. He was funny. uh, And also, I mean, clearly uh, would kick the shit out of me. And yeah, no, I thought he was really good in it. I, there was a lot of funny stuff regarding his character that I thought was handled really well because he never he maintained his seriousness but was still goofy in a way. I liked the way he was handled. Yeah, he, he, I don't want to give things away because I, I think no, everybody no. should it, like you should check this film out if if you get the chance. It's it's actually it's really good. I think you'll probably find I'll be released to buy pretty soon. This yeah, might right. have a long run at the cinema. No, I don't know if it's is it getting a mainstream release. Uh, yes and no. It's basically what they've done is they've released it out because we've seen the release that's out there now. A lot of the viewings that the one I saw was done by a website called Tug T U G G. Yeah, same. So that's uh, so, again Ben from Big Head Mode did that. Which is this is a great thing. So it gives people the option to, and I wish I'd known about this earlier and I'd seen it around. Um, so for movies that don't have the money behind them to get into all the cinemas, mm-hmm. they go to this website. And people can organise their own viewings. Yeah. So they contact their, their local cinema and go, hey, I want to try and get this movie showing here. If I set up through here, if we get the people, will you show it? And then if they go, yes, you put it onto the website. If you can get the numbers to buy tickets, they'll guarantee that the viewing's happening. Yeah, right. And so that's sort of the how this happened for this movie. I don't think... And so that's out there now. I don't know how long it's going to run for. Right. It's not going to be like two months like Star Wars is. <laughs> no. Is Star Wars still going? I think it's still going, but it is mm. really starting to wind down now. I need to go see it in gold class. I haven't seen it in gold class yet. 
Mm, I need to do the same. Okay. We can talk more about that Star Wars in a bit. We've got some Star Wars news. But yeah, so anyway, yeah, they send they send this suit of armor and then through happenstance, four kind of redneck idiots end up with the suit. And and then, well, different bits of the suit because it's all supposed to go on the one person, but they all end up with individually different bits. And, uh, and then stuff happens. Yep. <laughs> and then you can go watch it to find out the rest. Yep. And yeah, as I said, definitely go see this. Yeah, it's very funny. Go get your hands on it. Yeah. See it somehow. Support yep. them, preferably. Because I'd like to see what they're going to do next. They had trailers for a few other films that they're doing at the beginning. Did you notice that? I missed the first 15 minutes of the movie. Oh, bugger. All right, uh, then. Yeah, I don't know how it really, really starts. So you didn't introduce it then? No. Um, the way it was, they were running really behind, and by the time everyone arrived and they able to get everyone in... It was, yeah, already late. Well, bugger. So I'm hopefully going to try and ask if, hey, miss the first 15 minutes because I was helping you out. Any chance I can get a copy of the movie? <laughs> Sweet. I think that's fair. Agreed. So two thumbs up. Yeah, two thumbs up for me too. I really enjoyed it. Go check it out. Uh, another film that I really enjoyed is The Force Awakens. And we've talked about that quite a bit, but we do have some Star Wars news. Mm. Um, as usual. So, uh, accordingly, here is the Star Wars news jingle. Star Wars news, Star Wars news, Star Wars news. We'll start off with the sad news. Uh, sure. Yeah, go go ahead. What's the sad news? Well, the fact that it's been pushed back. Hmm. Because it was meant to be coming out June next year. Yeah. May, May. And now we're looking at December next year, which kind of sucks. Yeah, it does sucks. You know why, right? I'm tempted to say money, but they sort of... It's not money. Well, traditionally, Star Wars movies always came out in May. Like, they've all come out in May. The Force Awakens was the first to not do that. I think they think the reason that it was so successful has something to do with the fact that it came out when it did. So they want all the others to come out then now. I think that's what it is. Oh, I actually thought it was because they're filming more. No, I don't think so. I think it's because The Force Awakens like came out in December. It was like the biggest freaking movie of all time. So they're like, well, well, let's put the next one out in December and do that again. Oh, I thought it was, yeah, just because like they've, cause they've rewritten the script a little bit based off everyone's reaction to The Force Awakens that was going to push it back a little bit Um, this is the full press release from Disney it says Star Wars Episode 8 originally scheduled for release on May 26th 2017 will now debut on December 15th 2017 the move follows the extraordinary success of Star Wars The Force Awakens which was the first Star Wars movie to premiere in December in the popular holiday movie going corridor it smashed numerous records including biggest domestic and global debuts of all time as well as the biggest domestic second and third weekends blah 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 yeah i mean to be fair they don't follow that up with with saying that's why we moved it but it seems to imply that that's the case oh and it might also have something to do with avatar 2 coming out the week after <laughs> yeah that that could be that could be Related as well. Yeah, I've just read that. that yeah, episode eight will now open a week before James Cameron's Avatar two. Hmm. Which is one of is the old still... biggest grossing movies. I really wish they'd get off how much movies gross. I want to actually know just tickets they sold. Yeah, it's a, it's how many yeah. people actually went and saw it. Yeah, they don't want you to know that. It's it's no. weird. Because, it's like yeah, this whole like... thing with video games where they talk about how video games make more than movies make when they launch. They also cost 10 times as much. Yes. So, come on. Yeah, just give me... Don't tell me how much it made. Tell me how many tickets you sold. Yeah. Because the cost of movie tickets now is a lot more than what they used to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, it's not. I guess it serves the purpose, which is they want to encourage everybody to go see it. So, it's marketing. So, it looks like here that the... Pirates of the Caribbean is now coming out in May instead of Star Wars. No, I don't care. No. <laughs> I was actually hoping that they'd maybe do a theatre re-release of the original movies. Yeah, I'd like them to do that in the original theatrical version. 
That would be great. Mm-hmm. You've got them there. They're just there. Just just give them to us. <sighs> They're crazy not to. Like, It's printing money. That would make so much. The other news about Star Wars Episode Eight, um, and you, you kind of, as you said, maybe this has got something to do with the shit, the reschedule, but they are giving it a bit of a rewrite um, because of the fans' reaction to the Force Awakens. Not in a bad way. Apparently, um, people were so taken in with the new characters, Ray, Finn, and Poe, that they're gonna change episode eight and kind of reduce the roles of some other new characters to to give the characters from force awakens some more stuff to do apparently mm. which is a bit weird which, i just find it a little weird that they didn't really think that people were going to fall in love with those three characters and think that they're now the three main characters in the movie like you had luke leia and han the original and now you've got finn ray and poe yeah and i don't know it seems like it's a bit of a weird i don't know like, wasn't the script finished? Isn't the story, like, set? Like, I don't know. It seems like a weird thing to say, oh, maybe we'll go in and change it and make put some more of these people in. Like, hang on a minute. Isn't isn't the script supposed to be, like, a finely tuned engine for the, well, for the movie? Well, no, like, because even the director of 8, I forget who that is. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. He was still asking JJ to change things and put things in that'll make his job easier at 8. That's true, actually. I forgot about so that. So even something that's sort of... We've completely finished. We're filming this now. Can you change that for me? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, Force Awakens turned out well, so... It can only get better. Oh, I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) It could get a lot worse. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, so they're changing a few things. And then the other Star Wars news we have is that the Force Awakens will be released on Blu-ray in April, which is pretty quick. Um, I'm not getting it on Blu-ray. I've already pre-ordered my copy, though. I'm just getting it digitally. On your Xbox? Yep. <sighs> it's 22 bucks. It is, but then what are you going to watch it on when your ex- when when the Xbox 2 comes out, whatever they call the next one? I'll probably buy it. I'm going to buy it more than once I know, anyway. I know. It's a stupid argument. I know, I, I'm the... It's pointless because like once they release all three, they release a trilogy pack with all the extra speech, all special features. I'll buy that, and then they will release the whole nine movies with the super special know, edition features for everything else. I'll buy that. You know what? I don't know why I worry about it. You know what I'm looking at right now that I dragged out from under my bed that mm-hmm. that, that I've not made any use of in a long time. It's a box of of some things. Guess what? Those Do you want to discuss are? that on here or <laughs> the other box. Ah, okay. The, the one that the one that was behind. I t- no, I told you I don't use these anymore. Ah, I'll give you a what clue. They it? start with the they start with the letter D, <laughs> <laughs> and you don't use anymore. No, well, that takes them out. Mhm, mhm. I'll give you a clue. Oh. There's another D in there. Oh, I can't think. <laughs> DVDs. You still have some? Yeah, I do. I got a box full of them. They're not even in, in cases anymore. I took them out of the cases and put them just in the. I, I got. I bought like uh, sleeves for them, and then yep. took the covers out of the cases and put the DVD in the sleeve, and then the sleeve inside the cover, and then put them in a crate and threw all the cases away. Recycled those because I just had too many, and mm. not. I I was running out of bookshelf space, and then now. Like, I don't know. It's just, I look at this box and I'm like, that is like thousands of dollars wasted. I'm not even allowed to, to get them digitally, legally. Like, if I don't watch the stupid DVD, technically I'm breaking the law. It's like, it's ridiculous. So, yeah. I guess I shouldn't judge you on what format you buy it on because it makes no fucking difference because it'll all be obsolete eventually within a year or two. So maybe it's better to buy it digitally. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. You just got to be careful where you buy it from digitally still because they can still disappear. Yep. Just because you have the license in that format, they can still... Because you're not buying the mm. movie. You're buying a license. And that license is to watch it on that format. But they argue that that's the same as DVDs anyway. So yes, that's what if... I'm saying with DVDs. It's Yeah. So technically, I mean, if you're going to buy a DVD and then rip it, 
onto like your hard drive or whatever so you can use it with your iTunes and all your devices and that kind of stuff you might as well have just downloaded it as far as they can, they're concerned mm. like that's what's I don't know it's, it seems all all a bit petty to me like like all these movies that I've got on DVD right if I say they stop making DVD players in a couple of years which they probably will mm-hmm. I have to rebuy all those yes like because you don't have the license to play them on another media device yeah right and so the lesson that I've learned from that is don't buy them in the first place <laughs> like I'll watch stuff on Netflix and then you know they keep getting closer and closer to being something sensible and then they take a step back I know with Netflix at the moment yeah, they're now doing a whole crackdown on the people trying to log in from Australia to the US version yeah 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 and it's not Netflix don't really care but no, they're getting pressure from movie studios. And it's sort of like, well, we're in Australia. We can't watch it any other way. What do you want us to do? Well, you can. You have to get Foxtel. Because Foxtel... I think that's the problem here is that Foxtel owns the um, the rights to show various TV shows in Australia. And I'm not paying $100 a month for something I can get for 11 No, why the fuck would you? I've never had Foxtel. Uh, and I never will. I've never had cable at all. I've had it in houses that I've been in because somebody else had it. But I've I've never paid for it, and I never will. Like, I don't understand. I I don't know. It's just so expensive. It's it's just gotten more and more expensive as it goes on. But there's no freedom with it. I don't find. Right, you have to watch. I mean, sure, some of them sometimes there's like a hundred channels, but like, I don't know. I've I've never sat down at some a Foxtel. Like, say at my my parents' house, never sat down at Foxtel flick through and found exactly what I wanted to watch no like it's always a compromise it's like ah oh, I guess I'll sit here and watch this no I'll go do something else like I'll play a video game or something you yeah. know something that I, I really want the, the way we want to watch things now is we want to go in I want to watch this you click the button you watch play and then you binge watch for a few episodes because and then you go off and do whatever else you want yeah but I guess I've never been I've never watched TV the same way that you know some people just come home and flick the TV on and watch whatever's on I've never mm. done that I'm just, no, it doesn't. If I turn me. it on, it's because I'm going to watch something, and I already have yeah. an idea of what I'm going to watch. Yeah, not I want to watch flick something specific. And... Yeah, but so yeah, I'm not, I'm not, not the target audience. So every time I think that we're nearly getting somewhere good, we've got to get rid of the whole licensing across regions. Yeah, but I don't know that that's feasible at the moment. Like I said, because there's too many different laws in different countries and all that crap. Which now until they're we're forcing all... people to pirate is what i think they're not forcing people and i well, mean because you don't yeah, need not... a movie no so they're not forcing you that's why that's not a great argument no like... but no what i'm saying is is this it, they've shown if you make things available instantly right. at a reasonable price yeah people will get it people will buy it the same thing used to happen with games yeah yeah i agree games i think of they still need to work on their price but with the availability, it's it's there. Like if you, especially yeah. with Steam. Steam is a very positive example. I think the Xbox Store is not that great, and I don't know if that's Microsoft's fault. But one example. No, I of think this, that's licensing in Australia. Yeah, one example is Diablo Three. We only have one copy of Diablo Three on disc in the house, which means if we we can't both play it at the same time on different Xboxes. Yep. So I had a look the other day. To see how much it was to buy in the store, thinking that should be pretty cheap now, right? Yep. It's still eighty dollars. Yep. And I, uh, I know for a fact that I didn't pay eighty dollars for it when I bought the disc in the first place. I think I paid like fifty. So yeah, they they need to do something with their pricing on there. Mm. Which it should be cheaper if, than the disc. Or if not, I I understand it not being cheaper, which I think it should be, but I can understand it not being cheaper, but it shouldn't be more expensive. No, exactly. And I guess the problem with that, I suppose, is that if if you go to EB Games, right, if EB Games buys 10,000 copies of Diablo 3 and they only sell 9,000 and they, you know, they need to make some money back, then yeah, okay, they'll reduce them to some stupid price like 40, 50 bucks to yep. try and get rid of them. And digitally, that just doesn't happen. 
So maybe there's that's... There's no shipping. There's no, there's no cost right. with it. So it could have been 40 or 50 bucks in the first place. It just depends on... Yeah, I don't know what the margin on video games is, especially not in Australia. I'm sure there's like... I'm sure there's reasons. Maybe EB Games takes a loss on games when they reduce them. And, and then the other thing is that you've got secondhand games at, at, EBX, at EB. Well, actually, EB is not probably the best site because their prices are normally the same as the Xbox Live store. No, but if you go into a store, I mean... Like, if I go physically into an EB, yep. I guarantee you I can get a copy of Diablo 3 for probably... I can get it for under 50 bucks. I guarantee it. A second-hand one, yes. No, a I'm, new I'm, one, maybe not. I'm, I think I'm pretty sure the copy that I bought was less than 50 bucks. And it's the one that we have is new. We just only have one copy. We need another one. So, I don't know. It might have been a sale or something like that. But I remember at the time that I bought it, I remember thinking, that's pretty good. Hmm. And I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have thought that to myself had it been more than 50 bucks. So, Blizzard's pretty bad like that, though, in general. Mm. Like, they charged, I don't know, they're still charging, like, 50 bucks for StarCraft not that long ago. And Diablo 2, they still charge quite a lot for Diablo 2, like, 10 years after it came out. Yeah, I remember there's been a few times where I've gone, hey, I'll get that, and then gone, wow, that's expensive. Yeah, but I guess people pay it, so whatever. Yeah. That's... Um, all right, buy new sixty bucks. What's that? Diablo three. I uh, EB. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, it's a bit cheaper. A bit cheaper. And then I'm, I mean, if I go to like new games, they are the same price. Right. I haven't looked at Dungeon Crawl in a while, but I bet it's cheaper on like Dungeon Crawl or Odd Game Shop or something as well. Oh, even JB Hi-Fi or Target. Oh yeah, good point. The cheapest yeah. place to buy games if you're buying a physical copy on day one, Target. Huh. They will beat anyone. Interesting. Well, there you go. So, if you're listening, Major Nelson, make them cheaper. Come on. Yeah. How hard is it? Uh, it's probably, the Australia tax. We get it on everything. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard various arguments for and against it. I don't understand why you have to pay so much more. We get paid more. That's true. Yep. Allegedly. But you don't have to ship it overseas anymore. But everything costs more here. So, Just give us free games. Exactly. Or free barbecue, if you've got barbecue. Hmm, that'd be nice. Yeah. I saw this article. Um, remember how we were discussing New Year's Eve, that people yeah. went out and spent that 500 bucks to get it known out? Well, it seems to have sort of happened again. Interesting. <laughs> people have brought a ticket to go to a barbecue. Right. When they get there, line up for an hour and a half, and then they ran out of food. <laughs> well, it's Sydney Barbecue Festival. Yes. So that was this Saturday just gone. So yeah. this was yesterday. Yeah. Okay. And they sold 5,000 tickets to the event mm-hmm. and then sort of ran out an hour or two into it. And it's sort of like, you know how many tickets you've sold. How do you run out of food? Yeah, right. Bloody hell. So there's a there's a hate page for it now. Sydney Barbecue oh. Festival hate page on page. Facebook. Yeah, they got a... Bunch of signs up saying, sorry, we are sold out. Far out. Ooh, that sign saying, sorry, we're sold out. If you actually look under it, I think it says, check us out on Facebook. <laughs> Which is probably the stupidest thing they could have written under that, we're sold out. Fucking hell. 25 bucks it costs to get in. Um, the barbecue festival ran out of meat within two hours of opening. What a joke. Paid 25 bucks to stand in line for an hour to be told to come back in two hours. With nothing else to do at the venue. No shade and no seating. Worst event I've ever been to. What are these events that seem to be popping up now in Sydney? I like to think the best of people. And mm-hmm. that this is all just like... It, it's incompetence, not you know maliciousness. Because people yeah, say, oh, it's a scam, it's a scam. I'm like, well, it's not the best scam in the world. Because no. it's like... You're going to get caught, you know? It, it, it was in the domain. And there were 5,000 people there. Like it's not it's not the best scam, so yeah, I guess. No. Oh, yeah, it's, I don't think it's a scam. I think it's just people who get in over their head. How do you run out of meat at a barbecue festival? Because that twenty five dollars, you would know what they get for that twenty five dollars, or is that just entry in? Yeah, I don't know. But you would know. I have five thousand people coming. I need at least ten thousand sausages. <laughs> yeah, you think so. All right, it seems like, I'm looking at this now, 
Did they have to pay for this food as well? I don't know. It says here that the... the um, in response, organizers released a statement declaring that the event was delivered as advertised and there are no grounds for a refund. We appreciate your concerns and are sorry that you had a bad experience. There were 13 food traders at the event who were all briefed in advance, in advance of expected numbers and the food offering. Although the wait for the food from some traders was long at times, there were other food options available throughout the site and a range of activities, including free demonstrations, entertainment and exhibitors. So blah, blah, blah. Unfortunately, with barbecue, there is a change of a period with food. And in some instances, there was a bit of a wait between services. Oh, a couple of hours is a bit more than a bit of a wait. But I don't think this is best response from the organisers. Yeah, I don't know. It's also well, like saying, we're sorry, but we don't really care. Yeah. It's not our problem. Thanks for your money. So you had to pay 25 bucks to get in. Get in. And then, then buy, buy food. food. But there was nothing else there. It's pretty weird. I don't. I guess I just don't like barbecue that much. What's the fun this strange? Like, they're also saying, like, we provided seating in a table there is. There was free water at the bars. Well, there are a lot of people who don't drink, and they wouldn't think, I'm going to go to the bar to get a free water. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, interesting. Luke, let's say you wanted to, to run a festival. Mm-hmm. In Sydney, say, mm-hmm. for, for mm-hmm. argument's sake, because that's where yep. these, have, these have taken place. Yep. Right? While the other brothers are doing time, listen up, yo, it's Cripple Crimes. Now, if you were going to run a festival mm-hmm. and you wanted to rip people off, what kind yep. of festival would you hold and how would you rip them off? Uh, well, the how, that's the easy part. I'm just trying to work out what type of festival it would be. I like how the how doesn't even matter. Like, the yeah. type doesn't matter, rather. Well, yeah, that's actually easy. You just don't turn up on the day. <laughs> okay. You just, yeah, you just take the buddy and then right. just so change say, your name. So you wanted to get 5,000 people to this festival of some sort. What kind of festival would you throw? Well, it seems I could do it for anything. Like a barbecue one worked. Um, we can't do another barbecue one. People have been... Uh, People know. People are. People know. Onto so they're that onto now. that. I'm gonna do. For some reason, I just think Festival of Lights. I don't know why that keeps popping into my head. Festival of Lights. Yeah. So you talk to like, you know, bulb, bulb manufacturers like Philips and. No, no. I, I think that's for some reason that's just those words popping into my head. I would go. Not a music festival. Mm-hmm. Do yeah, I've had a lot of a lot of those have been ripoffs too. Yep. Um. I would go. No, I need something that makes a lot of money. I need something that people are going to pay want to pay money to go to. Pay through the nose. Pay through the nose because I want I want a lot of money. All right. I want people spending like the five hundred dollars a ticket type of thing. What? A, okay, I'm going to pitch you on this right now. Mm-hmm. Multiple Nerdgasm Expo. I thought we wanted people to pay money to go. Yeah, yeah, we'll charge them. So, so we're going to put it in our expo? I guess so. Yeah. So, multiple nergasm expo. Mm-hmm. And what so are we going to. 100 bucks a ticket? 100 bucks a ticket, right. And what are we going yep. to tell people is going to be at the expo? Well, we, we'll be there, of course. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, we'll probably get some. We'll get some developers in. Uh huh. Maybe a few. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, maybe get EA to put up something, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> right. Have some stalls. Well, they'll give away free games. Free games. Yeah, they're, they're, the free games for everyone. That's generous. Yep. All right. Guaranteed what games? Two AAA titles that come out this year. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. I think that could work. Multiple Nergasm Expo, and it'll be air conditioned. Well, yeah, definitely. There's plenty of air outside. <laughs> Maybe we should kickstart this idea. The Multiple Nergasm Expo. M N X. Now, I'm probably, if we do kickstart it, and if we want to do it seriously, maybe take my name off it now. Why? Because I've said that I'm just not turning up and taking the money. Or we're still on the way, we're going to rip everyone off. Right, so you think if we just take your name off it, people will go, oh, no, no, it's fine, he's not involved. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Okay. No, screw that. We're putting on a new car racing event. A new car racing event. Yep. People go watch cars race all the time. And they uh-huh. love stuff like this, outdoor-y stuff. 
Right. I've got more chance of getting people who like car racing outdoors than I do a bunch of nerds. All right. And so the plan is just to not ha- actually have a car racing event. Yeah. All right. But what are you going to tell people that will be at the event? NASCAR. NASCAR is going to be at yep, the event. Yeah, I'm bringing NASCAR down to Australia. Okay. What are they going to do? What do, what do NASCAR do, Luke? They drive around in a circle. They turn left a lot. They turn left. All oh, right. Because, yep. yeah, they're, they drive on the other side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Tom Cruise going to be there? Of course. Because he was in that movie about that. I can't remember the yep. name of it. Uh, Days of Thunder. That's the one? Yep. So Tom Cruise is going to be there? Yep. Was Nicole Kidman in that one? Uh, yeah, I think so. She'll be there too. <laughs> All right. They're, well, they're friends yep. again now, are they? <laughs> yep. All right, great. So we'll have both of them there. Um, uh-huh. We'll have the top NASCAR racer guys. Oh, yeah. What's what's their names? Um, there's uh, Jeff. Jeff, yep. Jeff Ghostfist. Um, Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy. Jimmy Speedy Gonzalez. Yep, yep, He's yep. the, the Mexican. <laughs> I probably chopped that bit out where I was racist just then. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and, and don't forget old, good old Greggy. Ah, uh, Greggy pedal at a metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they'll all be there. You can yeah, great. Have your photos taken in their cars. Right. Yep. They'll in, sign yep. all your stuff. Yep. Um, some lucky winners will win a hot lap. <laughs> what is that? Ooh. That's Ooh. exactly what it sounds like. Is that, you, is that when you're returning to your seat after you've been to get some hot chips and you spill them all over somebody? Yep. So that's not for everyone. That's only some few special winners will get that hot lap. <laughs> right. Will you be delivering that hot lap, hot lap yourself? Well, I don't want to give too much away. And then we're rich. What's the name of this event? Uh, um, I don't know much enough about NASCAR. That's not a good name. No. Um, Days of Thunder. Why not? <laughs> all right. Days of Thunder Down Under. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.